0: You're listening to The Top Floor, a podcast featuring critical conversations around property management, community associations, and real estate investing. I'm your host, Sean Forster, an industry trend researcher at Appfolio. Once a month, we embark on a narrative journey into the height of industry disruption. And with the help of thought leaders and change makers, we bring you the insider knowledge that's fueling our industry's future. Now let's turn it over to Megan, who will take us through today's episode.
1: Communication is central in real estate, especially in community association management. In today's tech-driven world, everyone's accustomed to having information at their fingertips, and homeowners and board members expect that same instant, on-demand experience from their community associations. However, making this happen isn't always easy. In fact, according to a recent AppFolio survey of association management businesses, 21% 21% of them said that communication was one of their top challenges. To overcome this, many of them have already begun to change their communication strategies in order to better meet homeowners' and board members' needs. For many of them, everything from regular community updates to board financials has gone digital. While this initial shift may have been challenging, today, these strategies have paved the way for stronger more connected communities. Today on the top floor, we explore the role communication plays in both association management and customer relationships and how businesses are working to streamline their processes to increase transparency, satisfaction, and efficiency. Kicking off the conversation is Jordan Levine. Here, he unpacks how he's built relationships with homeowners and board members using open communication and responsiveness.
2: Hi, I'm uh, Jordan Levine with uh, Pelican Property Management in Maryland. We're about 50 plus units and our 50 plus properties and 6,000 units, and we're continuing to grow uh, every month. We're always communicating with our boards and our residents, and we have no idea what's really going on in their lives. Uh, in particular. So we have to be empathetic to the situation that they're calling in or emailing us about or chatting with us about. And I always tell people in the office that sometimes it's just worth it to make a call.
1: One more statistic before we continue. Returning to that Upfolio survey we conducted back in 2019, we found that residents were generally not satisfied with the responsiveness from their property management companies And there's a lot of room for them to grow to build better communities. And a staggering 40% of homeowners said their management companies were unresponsive. 50% of homeowners believe their boards were unresponsive. That's a lot, especially given the fact that this data was collected prior to the pandemic. Jordan has more insight on how his team is working to address this.
2: So one, we always answer the phone. So no matter who calls in uh, from 8.30 to 5, we answer the phone. Uh, or at least somebody from our office will answer the phone, but what we 're trying to do is eliminate that by uh, getting a newsletter out or newsletter alerts out to the community through our live chat, so people can you know just sign onto to our website and they can chat with us directly and resolve an issue with their bill or something like that. So I guess we call it like a swiss army knife, so we we'll, 're happy to use any of them, but we're, we we want to push it more to the most efficient process, which is really receiving. I, I, you know, ideally it would be great to receive all the communication through Appfolio. I think someday we'll be there, but at at the moment we use Appfolio. We're still using Constant Contact for our newsletters. Uh, We use an email system called Hiver for our info emails, which is fantastic. So we can distribute work efficiently. So that's how we're communicating with everybody at the moment.
3: Communication is the, the most important thing that we do as association managers.
1: Warner Johnson, with Duckworth Morris Real Estate in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, an association management company that oversees more than 50 associations in over 3,000 units, joins the conversation. Here, he talks about the role communication plays when it comes to board representation.
3: We're doing everything we can to communicate the board's message. We work very hard to make sure. We do a lot of associations where there are several different unit styles of maybe some single family homes, uh, some townhouses, some garden homes, all under the purview of one association. So we try to make sure that every part of that community is represented on the board and that the people that the other homeowners tend to listen to are involved on the board. And when someone calls me upset and complaining, A lot of times I'll turn it around on and say, well, you sound like the perfect person to serve on this board. Uh, You've got some very good ideas and some very strong opinions. And I think when it's time for the nominating committee to meet, do you mind if I recommend you to the nominating committee? And they'll do either one of two things. They'll either say yes or they'll say no, and then they never call me again because they don't want to serve on the board. But trying to get everyone represented and everybody involved And the people that the other homeowners are listening to involved on the board is one thing we work very hard to do.
1: Sometimes, managing all of this communication can be overwhelming. Messages can get lost in translation, or misinformation can spread. Here, Warner dives deeper into these challenges association managers often face, and what happens when association managers, boards, and homeowners are not aligned
3: when we get in trouble as association managers is because we're not communicating our message or the board that we're working for's message uh well you know i started doing this in 1991 in 1991 there was no facebook there was no twitter there were no group me text and you would think that would make our jobs easier but it's actually In a lot of ways made our jobs harder because misinformation can spread like wildfire and i'll give a specific example we're working with a developer who's building a 650 lot neighborhood he's into the second phase he promised a pool we're about to get the pool open next month and in the neighborhood group meetex which is totally you know unauthorized as you know the board's not a part of it we're not a part of it but these homeowners get together and they create this group me text. Someone drops in that group me text that the developer is going to sell memberships to the, the uh, anybody in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, wants to buy a membership, can buy a membership to this pool, which is totally false. So we we go about dispelling that rumor, communicated to everybody. And this was four or five months ago. Well, we think we've got it squelched and then boom, it it, it erupts again, even after we've repeatedly told them the developer is not selling memberships. The pool is for homeowners only. So it's stuff like that in all of these neighborhoods. We'll have an official Facebook page, which we have someone on the board that can pull down false posts and all of that. But then there's all these unauthorized Facebook pages where we get a lot of false information we have to battle the homeowners are not always good at communicating with us they they think that they can post something on facebook and that's like a work order so uh we struggle with that you know like you know no one told me the steps on the gazebo were loose we didn't know it and then their response: Well, i put it on the facebook page well you have a homeowner portal why didn't you just send us a work order posting something on facebook is not a work order so those are the type things that that we battle communicating.
1: Like Warner explained, everyone needs to be on the same page with how they get and exchange information. That goes for homeowners, board members, vendors, and association management teams. In an age of hyperconnectivity, it's so important to leverage multiple channels for communication to relay messages fast and efficiently. Take virtual board meetings. Many association management companies switched to virtual meetings to keep communities safe over the past two years. While it has been a challenge to onboard some members, the remote meetings actually make it easier for more people to attend, boosting communication and engagement for the better. It's up to association management companies to implement reliable, fast, and efficient methods of communication that work for everyone. Here. Jordan discusses this topic with Warner and Beth Gilbert, Folio's Senior Director of the Community Association Market.
2: The challenge that we face is getting all of our boards and residents to buy into electronic communication, electronic voting, electronic anything. And because it ends up saving us time, it saves them a lot of money. We have this over 55-year-old community that everybody said to me, there's no way we're getting them on electronic." And as of about a month ago, I was listening in on their board meeting, which we can do through Zoom now. I can actually sit in on board meetings, which is kind of fun. And the board actually decided uh, to switch all to electronic, uh, notices, letters, everything, unless you know legally they couldn't, but for the most part, it's all electronic.
0: Absolutely. No, and that's so great. Those examples are perfect. And this is an area, actually, we focused on quite a bit last year at the start of the pandemic
1: of introducing some new tools to help with providing better communication and demonstrating value to your communities. Warner agrees. He's experienced firsthand the challenges of adapting to new communication methods during the pandemic when people had to transition from in-person communication to apps and mobile tools, particularly at home whether it was to submit an architectural request, pay monthly homeowner dues, or inquire about the status of the reopening of communal spaces.
3: We actually have just unlocked the door and are letting people in our building for the first time in over a year. If you had told me prior to 2020 that we could lock the door to our building and not let a single soul in here other than staff, I would have, Told you you were out of your mind. Because again, we're a part of this community. People have traditionally streamed through this office. We literally would have homeowners that would come in and hand deliver their check every month. Without Appfolio, without the homeowner portals and all the communication tools that we had available to us, you know, we would have been up a freak. But we came through it. Actually, it went as smooth as it possibly could. We were able to communicate, collect the fees. We didn't see any dramatic increase in any sort of fee collection issue or or anything. And if anything, we actually saw the, the elderly people who were suspicious of these things to begin with, actually embraced it this year. And the, the percentages of people who use their online portals and started using the tools like the auto pay and all the other things that we've been preaching about to them until we were blue in the face that they weren't paying any attention to all of a sudden they did and it it was actually good for our business and it demonstrated our value right. to the people that we work for
2: warner's right we try to drill this in over time but It's fun to see it actually taking place. And it's fun to see them actually talking to their residents, the boards talking to their residents saying, hey, it's not worth it for our community to send you a piece of mail. Uh, It's not fair to the rest of the folks in the community. If you want to see something physical, we'll we'll post it to the three or four people that didn't sign electronic authorization forms or something like that. And I think that's
0: a true sign of success when you can get the boards Basically, having the message that you've been honing in on for so long, having them communicated, that's real success right there.
1: Recently, the pandemic put more pressure on association managers to respond more quickly to everything from amenity updates to architectural requests. Ari Shore, the Chief Operating Officer of CAP Management, shares how tech solutions have played a vital role in assisting with this.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It was a very challenging year, and the one thing we noticed is that expectations with our homeowners and and our associations absolutely spiked. People were at home more. They were interested in more amenities, not just in terms of swimming pool or exercise equipment, but stuff that would help them while they're in their community, maybe a bench in a park or a nice community garden or something along those lines. But overall, we noticed a massive spike in expectations and a sharp decrease in patients. So responding in a timely manner with clear and accurate information became really critical to success for, for anybody that was offering a service, especially a management type service for residential communities.
0: Most definitely. And we certainly saw that Mm. the data on our side, we saw a spike in architectural requests.
1: Speaking now is Joe Saldana, Senior Product Manager for AppFolio Property Manager.
0: We saw a spike in maintenance requests. And I think that's just, as you mentioned, a function of people being home and wanting to make their home kind of their, their sanctuary, and then also just being exposed to their amenities. They're maybe using them more because there weren't a lot of places to go over the last year.
1: This influx of requests and communication, often after hours and on the weekends, has made it more difficult for association managers to keep up, leading to longer response times and bottlenecks. Ari discusses how tech has been helpful to manage the influx of ongoing requests and the types of mobile communication tools that his business is leveraging.
4: Yeah, there's really a a couple different vehicles that we use it for. First of all, you know, for us, We're a professional organization. We try to at least pretend that we work standard business hours, Mondays through Fridays, eight to five. But the reality is a large percentage of our customer base and by large, I mean, 98%, they are also working professionals. So while we're at work, they're also at work. And while they're at work, it's hard for them to communicate with us. And so quite frequently, they're they are looking for information after hours, on the weekends. And again, they want to be able to receive that information quickly. So having a portal and utilizing technology where we can host the vast majority of this information and have that system be intuitive enough that anybody from a teenager to a senior citizen can navigate it and get the information that they're looking for and already know the next steps that they need to take before the next day rolls around is a huge, huge benefit to the way that that we're managing and the systems that that we're using to, to help keep homeowners happy.
1: As Ari notes, traditional communication methods can slow down the process when it comes to relaying information. Mailing and printing can not only lead to human error, but they also take more time, money, and bandwidth. Businesses can benefit from management software like Appfolio's mailing service, which lets association management companies send a number of different document types to their homeowners and board members in bulk with just the click of a button. So this ensures they don't miss a beat when it comes to receiving important updates and documents.
0: So we know lots of folks are still paper-based. They're manually processing these requests, and that might start off with a call to the management company, or maybe they're side-texting a board member who they happen to have contact information. Then they're setting up a time to to visit in person or perhaps collect forms, printing them out, lots of folks don't have printers, but then they're having to scan it back in or mail it or turn it in in person, which can definitely be a mess. But then compare that to the experience of a homeowner who's able to accomplish that same task, but they can do it all online from the comfort of their own home. And zooming out a little bit, I wanna think about how companies, not just those within real estate, but more broadly are really shaping the expectations of our customers. So these are the brands that are shaping those experiences today. And the use of technology in our industry is still somewhat rare. Surprisingly, when we survey folks, only 30% of folks had the ability to pay their assessments online compared with the majority that would like to do so. But when people talked about technology that they were using, homeowners often talked about the experience being disjointed as a result of stringing together multiple systems for managing all of their various tasks. So for example, they might have one portal to make their payments, they might be using email exchanges to manage uh, invoice approvals or architectural approvals. They have a different site completely for uh, reconciling violations and whatnot. But the need was simple. Over and over again, we heard from homeowners that they wanted a one-stop shop for all of their association. needs, And they underscored that it had to be approachable and intuitive because we serve a wide variety of customers. There's the concept of Having on-demand self-service experiences. So this was really all about having information that's available when they need it. Homeowners often felt like they weren't empowered. They were kind of frustrated by how paper-based their associations were. You know, having to lug out a huge file if they wanted to reference their governing docs. They lamented the dependence on getting information from their managers. So they're thinking about it after their workday uh, is complete at 6 p.m. and they want to get an answer to a specific question. They have to send an email and then wait for your doors to open the next day to get a response. They really wanted to have that information on demand. And that leads into kind of the other aspect of on demand, which is self service. This came up a lot in the context of architectural reviews, where people talked about how paper based their processes were. You know, they had to get on the phone to even find the form they needed to fill out, then they had to find somewhere to print it, which Over and over again, we heard people just don't have printers at home. They relied on their office to print things out. And with a lot of offices closed over the past year, that became an additional point of stress.
1: As Joe notes, communication works as a two-way street. So community association managers could benefit from polling homeowners using a digital survey to ask for their input on how they wish to communicate with their management company and ways the experience could be improved. Ari explains how getting these insights have helped his association management businesses to be more transparent and build stronger, more connected communities.
4: We received tremendous feedback. Ultimately, um, it increases the happiness of the homeowner, the general demeanor of the community. It's been absolutely fantastic in the sense that people know that we're there. We were able to significantly increase our standard of service through the use of technology and really have the end user, if you will, experience that directly. It was no longer us telling them a story of what we're gonna do and how this makes a difference to them. They felt the difference, they experienced the difference. We start the process very early on, especially with communities that we're becoming newly engaged with. Uh, Having an alignment on expectations is going to be critical for, for all the parties that are involved. So even whether it's the interview process that we're in or the onboarding transitional period, we hold a number of different informational sessions, use technology to deliver messages out there, um, have surveys, have some community forums, really to allow everyone to get on the same page and, and understand what is it that that we, what well, we like to say, every community has three personalities, the personality of the property, the personality of the homeowners and the personality of the board. What are the expectations of all three of those personalities? How do we marry them together? It's a big challenge and it's probably the most critical factor for success between hundreds of individuals that have to engage in a partnership in an association um, is to, to know what what it is. everyone is able to provide and what they are expecting that will be provided for
0: them. That's amazing. Yeah, we have some similar stories just from some of the releases that we did earlier last year that facilitated better communication when it came to architectural requests, right? So people are in their homes, they're trying to make the best of their situation. Because we accelerated the way in which folks could communicate and get those approvals approved or denied or or answered in any regard we were able to speed up that time to resolution so there was a really classic example uh, uh, a family wanted to install a trampoline in their backyard because their kids were driving them crazy and it was so great to see in real time the communication that happened and the fact that it got approved within a few hours was was phenomenal compared to the previous experience of having to Go through the back and forth of emails and and waiting and not knowing the status and calling and following up to just see that all happen within 24 hours was really powerful and and really making an impact on the daily lives of both management and the homeowners
1: communication is key especially when it comes to keeping communities connected and engaged Thinking back to Jordan's insight earlier, we learned that a little empathy can go a long way when it comes to authentically building trust and relationships with homeowners and board members. That means being engaged and responsive through multiple forms of communication, whether it's by phone, email, text, or through an online portal, and establishing an always-on presence, even if that means relying on technology to help accommodate that, via text messages or email replies. When there are barriers to communicating effectively, misinformation can spread and contribute to errors and frustration on all sides. Even though migrating residents to digital platforms can pose a challenge, in many cases, remote board meetings can ultimately boost community engagement and even lead to more attendance. Expectations from homeowners have greatly changed in the past two years with more residents working remotely, home improvement projects on the rise, and the desire for instant community updates also increasing. As a result, the need for things like online architectural requests and mobile modes of communication like texting and email have become essential. Additionally, we've learned that communication isn't a one-way street. It's also important to ask for feedback from your board members and homeowners to ensure they're satisfied with your service. By incorporating some of the communication insights we've discussed today, you can increase transparency, get work done faster with less back and forth, and give your team more space to focus on building customer relationships and strengthening your communities. Special thanks to our guests, Jordan Levine of Pelican Property Management, Warner Johnson of Duckworth Morris Real Estate, Ari Shore of Cap Management, and Beth Gilbert and Joe Saldana from Appfolio. And thank you for joining us on The Top Floor.
0: Thanks for listening to The Top Floor. For more property management insights, visit us at appfolio.com. And don't forget to subscribe to The Top Floor on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. We'll see you next time.